and now oh my god i'm not i'm not ready oh my god i'm gonna shit myself <laughs> why are you gonna shit yourself megan guys i just opened our next ad read and I'll, i have goosebumps all over my body all it said was stay sexy and i just went no this is not real guys Today's show is sponsored by the audiobook of Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered, written and read by Karen Kilderup and Georgia Hardstark, the voices behind the hit podcast, and my favorite podcast, no offense to my own, My Favorite Murder. You sound like you're a little fan. I am. I also even like fumbled over saying both of their names because I'm so excited. <laughs> Guys, this is one of my favorite podcasts. I've been to their live show. I've been, I, I've been twice, once or twice. We already are planning to get tickets for the next one. I am obsessed with them. This is like the greatest thing. This is like, you know, that meme that people send us of like uh, them listening in podcasts in yeah. cars and it's like laughing along with them. Mm-hmm. You guys send that being like, that's how I feel about your podcast. This is how I feel about my murder. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, Georgia and Karen, my two close friends. I am obsessed. I'm, I can't believe this. I'm just like fangirling already. So guys, uh, Karen and Georgia delve into their own past true crime stories and more to discuss meaningful issues with fierce empathy and unapologetic frankness. And the audiobook includes a special guest appearance by Paul Giamatti. Oh my God, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I have to order the book. I'm so excited. I'm going to die. Uh, get, buy the audiobook edition of Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered wherever audiobooks are sold. Okay, so this is my, you're going to go home and eat chocolate. I'm going to go home and I'm, I'm ordering this right now. Oh, my gosh. Wait, Paul Giamatti. It's like it couldn't get any better. You've got Karen and Georgia and Paul Giamatti. You guys, just so you know, like the ad read ended a oh while ago. Oh, my God. Ago. The ad read She's is like four <laughs> lines. And I just really went off. I'm so excited. I feel like people are going to be excited for me because they know how much I love it. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. We're going to get we're going to go to the episode. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> oh, my fucking tits guys oh my tits welcome to season four season season four that's that's a big one this is like if we were a network show if we got picked up for a four season that means we're really good like we're modern family we're staying around for like we're winning emmys y'all you can't win an emmy for a podcast maybe one day we'll win one i don't know if we will um well guys along with what you're about to listen to which is our first episode of season four we have some really exciting news we just launched our patreon and i am so incredibly excited for this we've been talking about doing something like this for so long uh we really wanted to have a community for you guys to talk to each other to get advice from each other to have us come in and talk to you guys but really to foster a community because i see we see the same people commenting on videos and sending us dms and all of that and we really want to like connect you guys we're like your fairy friendship godmothers and we're being like oh guys hang out talk amongst yourselves get advice on like what you want to wear tonight and all of that but we also have so much stuff offered on our patreon we've got exclusive clips that are already up there right now so if you guys sign up for our patreon now you're already going to be getting content there's already content for you to consume with your eyes and your ears and it's at patreon.com slash don't blame me so i think you guys are really gonna love it we've got so much exciting stuff that we're going to be doing with patreon coming out soon so the quicker you sign up the quicker you're like in the cool kids club and then as more things happen and more things roll out you'll be the first to know so it's exciting we're pretty stoked about it here and we have a video up on our patreon that explains all of the different tiers and what you get in all of them it's very long i mean it's not that long it's like 20 minutes but like we really go in depth with all of it and there's more stuff so check it out and um yeah enjoy the episode
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today, did you know that you were very requested, by the way? No. You have been very requested. You guys are like elite in YouTube world. Oh. As soon as we had Ned on, everybody's like, you got to finish. You oh, got to get, get them all. all. Four, collect them yeah. all. We have key number three. Try guys here. I'm the third of mm -hmm. four. You're you saving the most elusive Pokemon for last. Yeah. Oh, which Pokemon would he be? Uh... More, normally Eugene says he's like an Eevee evolution. Okay. Eevee evolution. Isn't he a Scorpio? Is he a Scorpio? You guys did a whole Zodiac video. I don't know. I don't I watched care. It. What are you? <laughs> I'm Gemini. Oh, okay. And I married hey, a Gemini. Apparently that's along. a big deal. We should get along? Yeah, I'm a Leo. Seems like it. I'm trying to remember. I don't think Eugene likes Leos. I think he's a Scorpio, which would make sense. Cause... He's either a Scorpio or a Capricorn. Ooh, okay. That makes Cause sense. Because those are the words I've heard the most frequently, so they must belong to him. <laughs> his his <laughs> yeah, birthday is January 18th. Oh, he's a Capricorn. <laughs> Capricorn. He, oh, just like moths. Oh, my God. My boyfriend's a Capricorn. It mm -hmm. is so fun. I'm getting, I'm, no, it is fun. It's great. It's fun. Well, um, guys, if you're new here, this is an advice podcast. And uh, we're basically going to listen to your voicemails and then give you some advice. And if you want to be on an upcoming episode, our phone number is 310-694-0976. We should have like a sing Yeah, why isn't there a song? Yeah, I think every should. phone number with a song is mm -hmm. a better phone number. Yeah, because I remember, remember it. Them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, and uh, if you're an international caller, you can't or listener because you can't call because you're international. Mm. I know how this works. Um, you can record an audio message and then email it to us at meganpodcast at gmail dot com. So dat we're not. Cam. Are you from the them. Midwest? No, but I always say like dat cam. Like yeah, that's all the a very time. Midwest way to say dot com. Yeah, I, I'm obsessed with the Midwest. So that's a good Minnesota dialect. favorite place. Really? It everybody is so nice. That's true. The Midwest is incredibly like it's, and I grew up in California, so like mm. opposite. I don't think California is mean. It's just no. not overtly nice. Yeah. And and I grew up in the South, where people wave in their cars at each other. <laughs> where are you from? I'm from like rural Tennessee, a little town called Carthage, Tennessee. Carthage, two thousand person mountain town, the birthplace wow. of Vice President Al Gore. Oh no wow. way! Oh my God! And Keith Habersberger. <gasps> I'm from gosh. Arkansas, the Ooh. birthplace of the president. That uh, Al Gore was a uh, mm -hmm. companion to. Yes, Bill Clinton. Mr. Bill Clinton, mm -hmm. saxophonist. Saxophonist. We mm -hmm. need more musician presidents. Al Gore used to be my celebrity crush when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I really? That. Yeah. I forgot. He does love the. I like, I like how great Al Gore has been about the environment all the time. At this yes. point, he should be like Bill Nye because I knew Bill Nye yes. video where he's oh, yeah. like just screaming obscenities. Like, of course, you'd be doing that too. He's like, Honestly, I've been telling you. Like, I just don't know why. I'll, like, I like the idea that we needed like Bill Nye and um, oh, what's the other Neil deGrasse Tyson? I'm mm -hmm. like, why couldn't it have been Al Gore? Why couldn't like because Al Gore? Because mm -hmm. well, they're, they're like actual scientists. Um, Al Gore is just too <laughs> Al Gore's boring. Just a stud. He's, He's just, just yeah. a stud with good morals. Yeah. He has such a slow. Mm -hmm. Sexy. I saw. Sexy. I saw this. I don't know why. I accidentally stumbled upon this Saturday Night Live video of Al Gore, where it was like he was in an alternate dimension where he won president, <gasps> and everything he said in the video was still relevant today. Oh wow! Oh god! Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sounds oh, about no. right. Mm -hmm. Sounds ending. about right. Yeah. What a good time! Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna keep traveling to other countries and just pretending that this isn't happening here. Um. Well. How do you feel like you are giving advice? Oh, I think I'm great at it. 
perfect. I think I'm. I can answer all questions. I know. I (laughs) I understand all backgrounds and all situations. (laughs) And uh, no, I don't know. I think uh, I don't know. Let's roll the dice here. I'm excited. I I don't give a lot of advice. I did similar to what I did for Ned, where I ruled out lots of like underage girls asking sex questions because I thought you might not be that into answering those as much. Mm, No. Well, yeah. it was a good I probably don't know how to advise them either. No, yeah. totally. You're like you so just said you I, had all the answers. You're like so when <laughs> I was a 16 year old girl, <laughs> this is what I would do. Well, if I were a 16 year old, well, actually, my best friend growing up, my closest neighbor was a girl. So like, uh, I, I I feel like I learned a lot about girls yeah. growing up because she was essentially my sister who wasn't my sister. Mm. But I hung out with her like every day. Mm. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I called her house the downstairs to my house because she was down the hill. Mm. Oh, that's so true. I'd just be like, I'm going downstairs, but that meant I was going to Casey's house. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. so cute. That's very charm. Should we get started? Hi, Megan. I'm 24 years old, and I have been with my boyfriend for about four years now. Um, everything has been super amazing with us. Uh, we live together. We have a cat together. Um, he's a great guy, and I love him so much. Um, a few months ago, we went through a really tough time where I found out he was on Tinder. Um, I saw the messages on his phone. Um, He would send like one-liners to girls and then they would respond and then he wouldn't say anything. It it never went any further for him to like meet up with them or anything like that. Um, When I confronted him about it, he told me he was doing it to see if he could still get a girl's attention, which I don't truly understand because he's getting my attention, but that's neither here nor there. Um, When we were going through this, I was obviously super upset, didn't really know what to do. So I went to my friends about it and asked them for advice, um, which I now regret because I chose, they told me from the very beginning, they were like, you need to leave him. You need to move out. You need to find a new job, move back home if you need to, like all this stuff, like you deserve better, all this kind of stuff. And I, love and appreciate that they were just looking out for me and trying to tell me what they think I needed to hear. We did get back to a semi-normal place and my boyfriend tried super, and he still does try super, super hard to regain that trust and, you know, to validate our relationship and me. And it's been amazing. Um, except now my friends are all like mad at me because I didn't take their advice. Um, I haven't asked them straight up if they're mad at me, but they don't really text me anymore. They don't reach out to me and see like how I'm doing. Um, When I reach out to them to see how they're doing, they, you know, give me very short answers. Um, They do not ask about my boyfriend. And if I happen to say like me and my boyfriend are doing great, they just like ignore it and don't say anything. Um, And it's really sad because these are friends that I've had since I was in high school and now they're they're just not being great friends and I don't know how to fix it and I don't know what to do because ultimately if I stay with my boyfriend I want him to be able to like hang out with my friends and stuff but they all hate him can't really do that so I would love any advice um I've been a big fan of the podcast um I've been following you on YouTube for years and years um I know you always joke that if you give harsh advice you're going to be losing a viewer you will not lose a viewer with me but I really just don't know what to do so any advice would be great. Thank you. 
Oh, well, that's hard. Let's skip to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you could. You had all the answers. I was so much more complicated than I was expecting. That was a very that was like layers dense. Yeah, because uh, two uh, different problems. My first yeah. thing is like, oh well, what a dick. Uh, sounds yeah. like a dick. Sounds like you should lose him. But like, oh, well, you seem committed, and I guess four years, and people make mistakes. It sounds like he was doing something very shitty, but mm-hmm. uh, that's complicated. But then you've got your friends who are yeah. like. And they're not totally wrong because he is a dick. Mm-hmm. But hmm, hmm, female relationships are more complicated. They're, they are. They're, they're they're a little more like it's a lot more subtext as I'm oh, more reading. Yeah. Oh, there's so much. And I think like the thing is is I've definitely been in this situation before, like 100 percent, where like I've had like my friends hate who I'm dating, mm-hmm. and then. I try like and then if you decide you like want to like you're sticking through something or whatever as soon as you complain to your friends especially if it's not a mutual friend I think it's the same thing like complaining to your parents like they don't forget and they also are invested in one half of the relationship and if they see that that person has like done something to like make you really unhappy then that's kind of what they see and also like if your friends if you're not hanging out with them all the time they can't see the fact that like oh, you're not doing bad. You're doing so much better. And like your guy's relationship has gotten so much better. And like he's really working at it. And you guys are improving as a couple. If if they're not around, they can't see that. So they just think like, oh, wow, she's playing victim. Like she's still here and that kind like and all of that. In general, I think like it's a sign of immaturity when people, uh, their own opinions on somebody will like infiltrate how they like, I don't know how they treat their friends and how they treat you. Like, I think that's just super immature because at the end of the day, like I have friends who's like partners I don't like love or I mean, thankfully one of them just broke up. So I'm like sick. Uh, Oh yeah. We're throwing a party. Granted the new guy she's dating. I'm a little, I'm a little wary about Mm, Um, Also because it was one day she was single. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was oh, it's literally serial monogamous. Maybe one of those people who just got no. This guy was waiting term. in the. He was like waiting in the curtains until like his moment oh. to shine, and he was like, "I'm ready." And she was like, "Oh, okay." Um, that sounds fun. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm living vicariously through her. She's young. It'll like a be reality fun. show. Um, but I mean, there's. But at, at the end of the day, it's like it's about if your friend is happy, and I think like the only time that it's okay to, uh, like continue to have those feelings and to cut somebody not to cut somebody out, but to like make it like you need to do this and really like stand strong with that is if that person is like incredibly unhappy and they're in a relationship that is like really, really, really terrible and making them feel terrible. Because as a friend, like you want your friends to be happy. Um, You can't really understand the situation. So, I mean, I think like as much as I don't want to be like, these people aren't your friends. I think like you should have a, like a real conversation with them in person, hopefully, and like sit down and talk to them about it and um, really like stress to them that like it's really hard because like you've made this choice to continue on this relationship and work on it, which is the harder choice. It's so much harder to work through that stuff mm-hmm. than to just break just up bail. and be done. And that's like incredibly mature thing to do. And what you need there is like you need to have your friends who you can talk to and you still want to be able to feel like you that they're going to be happy for you. And you're not constantly having to like defend him, especially because they're not the ones dating him. Um, I would also say therapy is fantastic if you're not in therapy, especially if you feel like you can't talk to like your friends about something. for any reason, I think talking to like someone who's totally unbiased is great. But I think you have to have a conversation with your friends. And then if ultimately they don't, your happiness is not their priority, then I think it's about finding 
and surrounding yourself with people who really do care about your happiness and like regardless of if like the person you've been with has like made mistakes and all of that because I think it's how you how you grow afterwards that's more important it's complicated yeah because it like the friends it does suck that they're not being friendly but also like they are only upset because they think this person is bad for you Mm -hmm. they think and they have proof that he did something very untrustworthy mm-hmm. i guess for me I, my my advice would be like do you think you're going to marry this person do you do you think you want to spend a, like the rest of your life because it, it should you shouldn't work through troubles yeah unless you think you're willing to you're going to get to a place where there won't be troubles anymore and also you'll be together forever mm-hmm. because it's especially when she's 25 24 24 is a fun time of life mm-hmm. it sucks to be spending a fun time of your life working through problems and also not having friends close to you like you should be in your 20s like having a blast yeah because your body starts dying soon so <laughs> it's, it's true your body's gonna start, dying, start dying in dying? a year at 25 your brain's up. done developing no. and it starts to go no. the other way you can be preventative about it and keep your body healthy but it is true your body you stops kidding? growing and starts ungrowing at about 25 to 28 <laughs> earlier for guys we stopped we're, we're done at like 23 or 24 what, what's what so i've been dying too. all year it's not just meta- it's been like <laughs> metaphorical no, i mean it's physical. like you're not like a me it doesn't it's not like a ramp down obviously it's a slow yeah. curve yeah, i'm almost 26 so it does make sense <laughs> everything's been declining <laughs> but i mean it's true like, I'm, I'm about to be i'm about to be 32 and i definitely am like wow sometimes my knees just hurt oh my god i literally told the man today that i was like i just feel off everything feels weird like i just feel everything about me today feels weird but you should have like a a healthy life i think involves a healthy close relationship a lot of healthy like other relationships and it sounds like you're in a place where you have conflicted relationships yeah all around so you know you just have to look and see who do you want where, where, where where where's all this going yeah i think the last thing i'd say is i've learned over my life period in dating is that now when I not even now but just in general when I talk about like because we all want to vent about our relationships to our friends because like you're serving people who like have typically tend to have similar mindsets as you Mm -hmm. and understand the situation understand you and everybody in it uh talk to your friends who are in long-term relationships when you talk to your friends who are single like literally like in college in high school anytime that i would like vent to like my single friends they were like oh fuck that i would never stand for that i'm like first of all let's talk about this now flash forward all of these years you went on like the dates with terrible guys over and over again and like it's just a different mindset to be in and i've found that like now being in a long-term relationship when i talk like if i want to talk to my friends about like oh i'm really frustrated like i don't like monster something fucking stupid or whatever and i want to talk to them about it like i'm usually going to my friends who are in long-term relationships because they're like, oh my God, I totally get that. Mm -hmm. But if you go to a friend who's like, like, I love, I love my best friend, Sydney. Oh my God. She will not talk shit about her. She won't talk about shit about any guys she's dated for years until after they've like years later until they've broken up. I'm like, okay, finally. But she's such a hard person to like talk about that kind of stuff to without me feeling like, oh my God, your relationship's perfect. And like, this is when you talk to somebody who's like more comfortable also like sharing and venting and that kind of thing, because I think it's a healthy thing because 
also um, things that I've I've learned in therapy too. Sometimes when your friends are saying negative things, the reason why it hurts so bad is because that is like the darkest part of your brain. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, he's a terrible guy. That there's a part of you that feels like that and that you don't want them necessarily to be right. And they're vocalizing that part of you. Mm-hmm. And we're, while it's like validating and you're like, yeah, like, yeah, he, like he's a total fucking dick. You're like, okay, but I mean, like I'm gonna, like we're gonna stay and like work this out. And so I think that can be, that can be hard. He was a total dick. I, 100%. I did a whole, this whole like, I just wanted to see if I could still flirt, get it. Flirt with people. Megan did that. Yeah, but I asked. But you asked first. <laughs> that at least is better. Yeah. But like, yeah. I, I just it was that you know that we can't... also like what are you proving that you can message somebody mm-hmm. on an app and see if you still have it? That's not proving if you have anything. That's no. like this. That's this like the slinkiest, easiest way to get yeah. a response. I would assume. Like, if you really want to know if you still got it, walk up yeah. to some stranger and strike up a nice conversation. Well, see, maybe he's socially awkward like me. I just wanted to put my pictures on an app and be like, let me swipe right on everybody and see what responses Mm. I get. I mean, that is fun. But I did it with permission. See, here's the thing. Tinder is super fun. I never got to play with Tinder because I was was paired off before Tinder, but playing with other people's (gasps) Tinder, a blast. So much fun to help your friends play Tinder. Oh, I I used to do dating apps for her. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I would do it for my other friend. The one that I was on is the one that you're not supposed to talk about, like the Fight Club one. Next question. (laughs) On the next guy. Maybe something easier, like... Like, how do I, <laughs> what should I eat at This at is actually going to be harder. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. This is. <laughs> Tumbling. Hi, Megan. Um, I've just been listening to your podcast, and I need to call in for a little boyfriend and his family advice. So, I'm 21. Uh, my boyfriend's uh, 27, so there's an age difference. But oh, I thought she said seven. Cool. <laughs> also uh, seven. Anyways, we've been dating for about two and a half years now, almost three years. And, um. A little context. I'm American, born and raised here, and he's Indian. He was born and raised in New Delhi, uh, moved here for college. So he sort of comes from two, two different cultures. And in his culture, dating just isn't the same. Like um, this past summer, I went um, to his brother's wedding with him because his mom knows about me and wanted to meet me. So I went to his brother's wedding, which is a big step for us, obviously. Um, it was in India. Um, and I just had to be, like, his friend, which was fun to understand, like, it's a different culture. I was very understanding of that. The issue is that besides his mom and um, his brother, the family either was completely cold to me or hated me. I think it's pretty obvious that we were in a relationship. I don't think he told anyone with the friend thing. Um, and some of the family, like, outright refused to talk to me, like, wouldn't talk to me. Or it was very obvious that they were speaking about me right in front of me because they knew I didn't know Hindi, I didn't know the language. And it really made me feel like shit, like it really sucked. Um, especially some of the family members acted like they liked me. And then I added them, they added me on Facebook. And when I added them back, um, they went and told all the other relatives about my life, about like how my parents were divorced, about how like, um, blah blah blah. I'm just like not right. And he went, they went and told his mom that like, oh, he he shouldn't be he shouldn't marry this girl, this white girl. Like blah 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 blah. Especially since like they, they're still arranged marriages in India. So like his brother had an arranged marriage. So I think that's what he's family wants. So I really like don't know what to do. It really sucks that his family doesn't like me. Um, I don't really know how to handle this well. I like cried about it. He keeps telling me, like, their opinions don't matter. Like, I love you. Like, it doesn't matter what they think. I'm just not, basically, not what, like, his mom thinks. Just like, I, that's fine. But 
for me, I just keep getting nervous that, like, stuff that, 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 you know, if we do eventually get married, those family is just not going to approve and just going to continue talking about me and my family negatively. And I'm not about that. So if you have any advice on how to deal with this, I, like, don't know what to do, how to, like, handle this maturely and well. So any advice would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. I want to know why you know. Like, did your boyfriend tell you? Like, that's a little, you know? That she knows what? That, that all, like, that they're saying all this stuff behind I her back. She, she, maybe she figured it out from Facebook. Yeah. But then how would she, did they write on her, like, the wall being like, by maybe the way. Maybe she just, like, clicked through their profile and saw that they were that openly just talking about her. <gasps> I mean, oh. maybe. I don't know. I think she should watch Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, and mm-hmm. get inspired and figure out a really good monologue to tell off while you play his mother game. while yeah. you play beat her at her own game literally and figuratively <laughs> yes no i i uh i hmm, this is complicated i think though you know it's you've been together for like two years uh ride it out for a couple more years see if you still love them ultimately families just they deal with it yeah i think they deal with it they get yeah. over it they're the every family is just Especially conservative families are just more of like a, uh, I don't trust new relationships. They're not going to work out. So they mm-hmm. just don't want them to. Yeah. And they, they're they very stuck in their ways. But if you're with someone for like four or five years and you it's clear you love each other, they, they get over it. Yeah. <laughs> they really do. And it's probably harder to see that uh, you're 21, you're a little younger and like, but you'll see as you grow older that you can just be like, fuck what they think. I don't care. And they'll be like, dang it. They don't care what I think. Yeah. Well, okay. I guess I don't think that way anymore. It's a very liberating feeling once you stop trying to impress people who yeah. aren't ever going to like you for no- nothing that you can control. And I think like I, like I have definitely said this before, like I've definitely had issues with like people I've dated, like and their family and like mm-hmm. not getting along. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you realize that it's not specifically you, obviously the cultural difference is that's a big reason why. Um, but once you realize that it's not like you can't control that when it's something you can't control, it's just like, well, you know what? It's out of my hands. No matter what I do, like, this is still what it's going to be. It. You're not, I, there's like that idea of like, oh, if you date this person, you date their family, but your boyfriend is aware of the situation. He knows he's like, you know what? Like I, like I choose you. It doesn't matter to me. I think, yeah, like you said, like, I think you just need to ride it out. I wouldn't stress about it now. I think like I definitely, you definitely see like movies where people are like, oh my God, like the in-laws, like either they're evil or it's like, oh my God, like my sister-in-law, like we're best friends. Like this is amazing. And it's not always like that. Like Mm-mm. it's like, sometimes it's just the people that you see over holidays. It's fucking awkward. It sucks. That's why you get really drunk on wine and then you like move on and you don't really like deal like you deal with it later like the idea that like you wanting to feel included and feel like a part of the family um i think like is totally understandable and then them talking shit also again something you can't control and it just makes them look fucking stupid yeah like it, uh, when, well, it won't matter yeah i've definitely had people who've like are like like guys that i've dated parents like bring up like oh well you know like her parents aren't together and i'm just like you realize how much of, like a fucking asshole you sound like that you're going to like look down like oh well, she's the child of divorced parents and i'm like do do you like you're what the fuck like you're a full-grown adult like Mm -hmm. there are some certain things like that where it just makes them look dumb and like the goal is to hurt you and invalidate your relationship but the only person or the only two people that are in your relationship are you and your boyfriend Mm -hmm. so i think like stressing and worrying about it isn't going to get you anywhere um and especially if like the fan like there are 
family members that you do get along with and that do really like you, then like just stick to them and like hang out with them and like enjoy everything because like they might come around, they might not. But at the end of the day, like their approval isn't going like you think that that's going to like make everything feel so great and so awesome and so much better. But at the end of the day, like it really like it doesn't make a difference as long mm-hmm. as you and your partner are on the same page. That's it. You probably won't see that often anyway. Yeah. yeah. They're, it's the extended family and they're in a different country. Yeah. yeah, let them talk shit. Yeah. Old people love to talk shit. Mm-hmm. Let them talk shit. Like, who cares? Yeah. Be above it. It sucks and it's hard, and I've definitely been there. But like, I can't explain how liberating liberating it is when you're like, I'm not gonna try anymore, mm-hmm. and then you're like, fuck this, I don't even care. Like, it's nice. Start giving them things to hate yeah. about you. Oh, you know, the, yeah. <laughs> Start no. being. As soon as you said that, <laughs> mature, and I go, well, I can tell you how to be petty as fuck. <laughs> I can tell you exactly how to do that. Start like. I don't know, wearing yeah. crazy no, one outfits of, and like just making out with him on live Facebook live, <laughs> yeah. tagging them in the video. My favorite is if you know specifically <laughs> shit that they've talked about you using that same language and those same phrases in conversation with them mm-hmm. to be like, I know, yeah. I know what you Undercut said. Undercut them. That's, that's what it was. But yeah, really just, just like, don't worry about it. As yeah. long as he's like actually committed to you, then it yeah. won't, won't be an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And also watch Monster-in-Law. Jane Fonda. Mm-hmm. That could be. It could with mm-hmm. J-Lo too. Yeah. Well, should we go on to the next? Hey, Megan. So I'm 25 and I'm in a bit of a dilemma. Um, when I was in college, I had a roommate. Uh, she was awesome. We lived together for about a year. And um, it was like the perfect kind of roommate. Like we weren't best friends, but we weren't enemies. So it just, it flowed really well. No problems. Um, when she was living with me, she actually was um, like obsessed with this guy and uh, he was dating other people and he was always kind of like coming back to her and messaging her like while he was dating other people. So it was kind of shady, but like she was head over heels for this guy and she was determined that she was going to one day be with him. We we're all just like, okay, whatever. Good luck. But um, she moved out after about a year of living together. And um, I honestly haven't talked to her in like five or six years, but you know, we talk every once in a while, like, Hey, how you doing? Like cute picture on Instagram, you know, and I noticed that she's actually engaged to this guy that she was, like, in love with in college. Um, like, he finally came around and decided to date her instead of, like, cheating on his other girlfriends with her. So, it was like, you know, I think I messaged her and I was like, I'm so happy for you, like, that you guys are finally together. That's crazy. And, uh, so, yeah, I, like I said, I don't really talk to her. Um, but I got a DM about uh, a couple days ago from a weird account and it just said, hey, I think you're really gorgeous. I'm really scared to tell you who I am. So I made this private account just to like tell you because I really wanted you to know. And I was like, okay, thanks. Um, I kind of left it at that. And then he kept writing back and I was like, you know, I'm really nervous to tell you who I am. I don't want you to tell your fiance. And I was just like, oh yeah, I'm engaged. Sorry. But, um, and so I was just like, it's okay. Like you don't have to tell me. I don't really care as mean as that sounds, but it just, it was a compliment. Like I don't need to know who it's from. And then when I stopped responding, he just wrote back and was like, okay, I'll tell you who I am. And it is my old roommate's fiance. Now I was kind of like, oh, yikes, like this is weird. But I was just, you know, thank you. Like it's really sweet, blah, blah, blah. But he keeps messaging me and asking me if I want to know what reminded him of me to make him make this account. And I just keep being like, it doesn't matter. Like, thanks, but no thanks. And he just keeps saying, you know, I really want to tell you, but I really don't want it to get back to me. I don't want you to tell anybody. And I was just like, I can't promise you that. Like, we're we're both engaged, technically. 
and he just keeps sending me like grumpy messages like with emojis so I'm just torn because like I said I haven't talked to my roommate in you know maybe like four or five years it's like do I tell her that her fiance is being shady they're getting married in literally two weeks so it's like do I just kind of stay out of it or like watch it burn from far away but yeah so I kind of just like have no idea what to do so I'm hoping you can give me some advice if I should do something or do nothing so yeah thank you (laughs) Wow, this one's these are juicy. Well, are they, just looking at me like, oh, what are you gonna say? And then it just made me spit. Are they these are are all the questions this salacious? And Our lives juicy? are really fucking hard. Yeah. Juicy. Yeah. Dude, they're very juicy. We have oh to tell you about God. the time that a girl a, gu- a girl was in love with this guy who was in jail for accidentally murdering someone. Oh my and god. He was, married, he was married and she just wanted our approval Did to he like, use emojis. <laughs> Maybe. I love the emoji part. That just made it this dude even just like lamer yeah it's just, just like, like wow this guy see my dick? doesn't seem like the guy that this other girl should have been pining over for so right? long if he's like oh, cool. I, think, I think you're really hot i, I mean, made a different account <laughs> it's so lame it's super lame it's so losery yeah well she is she's this girl who has the question whoever you are you're dope yeah you sound cool you do you sound like a you got a good head on your shoulders you are mm-hmm. actually weighing like well i would like to tell this person i'm not actually with this person they're getting married in two weeks Ugh, weddings are such a nightmare <laughs> don't want to ruin the wedding i'm sure they've already invested a lot of money in this Ugh, yeah. but also bad marriage is even worse Ugh, yeah. but maybe this dude's loaded and she can you know run away with half of his money i don't know i don't know what the situation is True. here there but this dude seems like a total sleazebag he does <laughs> it seems like he's always been like this that mm-hmm. means he always will be like this so uh, i've just convinced myself she should tell her friend <laughs> so, <laughs> screenshot it and send all the messages yeah. To her. yeah here's what i'd say from the beginning not that this is going to happen again to you but maybe it will in general you don't respond to this shit like just yeah, in general don't at all. like yeah. not even like a, oh thank you like be, like just don't mm-hmm. like from any like people you know or people you don't know mm-hmm. anonymous accounts like saying that they think you're pretty and all of that like no and also oh, like hard, i also fucking <laughs> no, i just nice fucking can't a guy is like i gotta tell you you're pretty and it's like because nobody it's as if like they've made this like they've had this revelation and nobody's ever thought that before and they're like i had to tell you because you can't go through life not knowing it's like fuck you i know like i made this account of of brick sushi also what do you think the profile picture was like were there pictures or is it just like i think sarah's pretty 272 like yeah it's definitely that like in the bio it's like she's so pretty i have a crush on her i don't like you're so pretty it's just weird i think like in general i think and the fir- she knew she he was weird too for the yeah beginning. i think the first thing you should do is i think you should tell your fiance and be like hey fyi this is what happened um i totally didn't think that like i just felt like weird and like awkward about it but like it hasn't stopped and i just like want to let you know because like we're obviously together and like i don't want i and i'm telling you now because i want you to hear it from me but i think you also should tell this girl um just because i am a big believer in everybody should have all of the information so then they can make that decision and that choice Mm. but when you don't tell somebody something that you know you're like regardless like you're basically you're not letting them make that choice because they might not make the choice she might not make Mm -hmm. the choice to stay with him if she knew those or maybe she's like totally cool yeah but then it's fine and then then why would you make the other account because mm-hmm. he, he just, just like, wants it. it to it, be. Also, like, if you want to not come off as creepy but give someone a compliment, don't make a fake profile. <laughs> just do it. Just be yeah. like, hey, if you if you gotta compliment them, just be like, uh, just write on a picture. 
cool picture <laughs> or something yeah, like that. Like, I'll get the point across. But it does, you don't really want to just compliment no, them. You yeah, wanna, he's trying to, he's trying to get in there. He was being skeevy before. Like yeah. Yeah. with her in, initially, he was cheating with, uh, she, he was cheating. She was the other woman. Yeah, she was always the other mm-hmm. woman. Fantastic time. time. So, yeah. yeah. Which is why I'm like, well, maybe she's just like, I know this about him. Yeah, which is also okay. And like everybody's relationship and like what they do and what the parameters of what's okay uh, is totally different. But he is like, I don't want anybody to find out. Yeah, Mm -hmm. which is him wanting someone to find out. Yeah, (laughs) I know, right? Okay. It's a call. It's a cry for help in a way. He's no, like, I yeah. don't know what I'm doing. Maybe yeah. he doesn't want to get married. That's maybe a, he's. Maybe that's, he's, a, that's a thing mm-hmm. shitty guys do. They try to. They try to be shitty uh-huh. so you break up with them because they aren't man enough to just actually yes. end a relationship. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've yeah. definitely done that plenty of times. I'm like, I guess I want to break up because you kind of suck. <laughs> You've been really off for the last few months, and I, I guess I, like, I have to break up with you. You've you been now. just like, terrible. It's like really out of left field. He's like, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Literally. No. Uh, but yeah, please get. Please don't. So all the guys who have known who have done something like that also like when they get broken up with it, they are like. Oh, how could she break up with me? Like that was your that was your goal, dude. <laughs> that's what, what you wanted. wanted. You did it. Yeah. Oh, they want it all. Uh, but yeah, I think you got to tell this girl. Um, and I would yep. just I would take this. I would do screenshots, and I would just say it as like, gently as possible. I would first before you have any screenshots, I would. Um, I'm actually no. You can do a screenshot in general, but I would just like I would start it with like, "Hey, this is really like uncomfortable and awkward," and I just like and and not putting any judgment on it of being like he's a fucking scumbag. Break up with him because right. like, you don't know if this is like what their relationship is like. And right. it's just like I don't know if you know about this. Um, I know that you're getting married in two weeks, and like I just know that if I was in this position, I would want someone to tell me, which is why I'm telling you I'm not trying to like ruin anything. I don't know if there's like whatever you guys have going on, but like I just really like. F- felt like I needed to tell you because I would have wanted to Maybe she's on a crazy game show and it's actually her friend pretending to be the guy and trying to find out if she will do the morally right thing and when she mm, does she she'll wins. get ten thousand dollars only ten thousand look you, she's you, only won an episode yeah well i don't oh, know okay. this i don't know how much production budget they have for this show uh you know it seems like they're just using emojis yeah, here because yeah, yeah. they <laughs> yeah no, true, true. ten thousand that that's pretty that's good that's like that the is, standard yeah. uh cooking show you know yeah. chopped uh, cake challenge. Yeah, cake challenge. Like ten thousand dollars. That's like the minimum. Yeah, you know, award for winning at something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for Great British Bake Off, where you win nothing but you pride win, and a trophy. But it's the best show. It is the best. Fucking and I think show. the lack of prize is why everybody's so nice. Yeah, because the prize is a big piece of glass. <laughs> I love it though. It's a big glass serving tray. Yeah, (laughs) which I'm sure they never use. They just hang on a wall. I love that. So fucking good. It's my favorite show. It's the best show. Yeah. Okay, we should move on to another thing. (laughs) Does anyone have a question about Great British Bake Off? (laughs) Who do you think is going to be in the next season? Oh my god, Martha (laughs) follows me from like season three. She follows me on Instagram. (gasps) I know. It's pretty cool. She just got married. And all the contestants brought their own cake, like that she's all friends. Isn't that cute? Ugh, I love what that. Time. I know. I'm baking my friend's wedding cake, and I'm very. I'm nervous. trying to make friends okay. with executive chefs. Okay, let's move okay, on. <laughs> Just for end life. Okay, guys. Uh, break time. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Support for today's show comes from Cocotopia. After a long day, it's nice to unwind and enjoy some me time. And what better way to do that than with a delectable dark chocolate truffle from Cocotopia? 
So Melissa, let's just talk about this right now. First of all, you've got, this is your time of the month. How much are you craving this right now? I am craving chocolate so hard. So, so hard. So bad. This is where you wish you were right now. After a long day of podcasting, uh-huh. which Let we've been doing, close my eyes yeah, and visualize. Mm-hmm. I'm like a workout instructor telling you to visualize. Okay. So you've had a long day of podcasting. Mm-hmm. Megan's been so fucking loud and obnoxious. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> she's girl. the worst. She's the worst. And you, you suddenly got your period halfway through filming. Oh, you weren't prepared. Uh, I kind of was prepared, I mean, but, but not ready. No, for right not now. mentally ready for right yes, now. Yes, yes, yes. Correct. You can't take painkillers all the time because they make you sleepy. Right. You want wine. Yes. You want real housewives mm-hmm. and you want some Cocotopia oh, chocolate. Yeah. And you want to be in a bath. Do you like being in bathtubs when you, you do? Got- but I don't have one. Remember we talked oh, about yeah, this last time. Oh yeah, that's true. We, we need I to got, get you the kiddie pool. We do need to get the kiddie pool, but I do got my new pajamas. Oh, okay. So you're in your silky pajamas yeah. and your silky robe mm-hmm. and you're laying in bed. Real housewives is on. Oh. And you are, you are that scene from Legally Blonde except not sad. Yes. When you're just eating the chocolate. Oh my gosh. It's just... It just you just put it in your mouth and it's like it's sweet but not too sweet mm-hmm. and it's not too bitter either which I hate and mm-hmm. a lot of dark chocolates and it just melts and then there's like just a really soft center oh my her gosh, eyes are still closed so FYI guys <laughs> I said it feels so good like I had it in my mouth right now <laughs> just uh, thinking about it just you love makes these me smile so much the dark chocolate truffle is the perfect treat after a meal during a girls weekend gathering or paired with a glass of wine yeah just thinking about that scenario she's she she's thrilled it just took me to a happy place oh i'm so happy for you this is gonna be your happy place after this Mm -hmm. chocolate lovers across the country can't get enough of the dark chocolate truffle from cocotopia try it for yourself visit www.cocotopia.com and enter promo code blame at checkout to get 50 that's right guys 50 percent off your first order make sure you type it in all caps that's c-o-c-o-t-o-p-i-a.com and enter promo code BLAME at checkout to get 50% off your first order. Indulge in the unbelievable taste of Cocotopia today. And it really is unbelievable. Dude, guys, she's obsessed with it. We're not even just saying that. She no, just really like, loves it. I really do. If there's something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp Online Counseling can help. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are specialized in issues such as depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and more. Connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment and get help at your own time and at your own pace. Anything you share is completely confidential and it's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions as well as chat and text with your therapist. If for some reason you are not happy with your counselor though, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. Best of all, it is a truly affordable option. Don't blame me with Megan Ranks listeners. Even get 10% off your first month with the discount code BLAME. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com blame. Then simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com blame. Clean at Zero is a three-in-one cleansing balm that quickly melts away stubborn face and eye makeup and completely cleanses skin in one simple step. It's the holy grail of makeup removers. Clean at Zero is the best lazy girl all-in-one cleanser and makeup remover that literally melts away your makeup in less than a minute. And it will never leave your skin dry or tight after use. Clean at Zero is made with only skin-loving ingredients. That means no parabens, sulfates, phthalates, mineral oil, alcohol, or artificial coloring. And Clean It Zero comes in four different formulas. One, original. Two, purifying to balance and calm oily skin. Three, nourishing to moisturize dry skin. And four, revitalizing to provide antioxidant protection. 
Guys, I'm obsessed with cleansing balms in general. This is like, you know, gone are the days of makeup remover wipes. When I watched like, you know, one of those videos where they talk about how much it strips your skin and all of those different things. When I was growing up, I used to think that like tight feeling after you've washed your face was good. And it wasn't until I was older when I realized, oh no, that means your skin has been completely stripped. And the more that I've like worked on sets with like makeup artists, they've been so adamant about like, no, 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 this is what you use to take your makeup off. I am obsessed with cleansing moms in general. This is amazing. It's so good at taking your makeup off. It feels like a mini facial. It's all like slick and slippery on your skin and on your eyes. It also gets rid of like waterproof mascara so incredibly well. And every time that I use it, <laughs> every night that I've got makeup on and I'm taking my makeup off, you just look in the mirror and you look like that. Is it the sad panda? Is that the, that's, it is just like I have two giant raccoon black eyes and my makeup looks like, I look like I am a candle that is melting off. When it says melting, you look like your face is melting. Like it could be, Mats has looked at me and been like, you look like you're in a horror movie, but it's fantastic for taking your makeup off i use the original i like to call it the og because i'm the true OG. <laughs> don't even really you're gonna laugh at it it's fine so you know i'm full of it find clean at zero on vanillausa.com and use the code blame for 10 percent off beware of dupes and fakes on amazon guys that's b-a-n-i-l-a-u-s-a.com promo code blame Okay, guys, we're back from our break, obviously. Hello, what's up? Uh, and we're going to hop into the nest, the nest of the calls. That was rest and next as one word. Oh, well, it is sort of a nest of calls. Yeah, a nest of They're calls. They're all little sleeping birds <laughs> yes. waiting for their, their mama birds mm-hmm. to feed them. <laughs> <laughs> Regurgitate knowledge. So gross. I used to do that as a kid. I used to grab, like, stick, take the food out of my parents' mouth and eat it after they chewed it as a baby. <laughs> How old were you? Do you remember it? Like I baby, baby. Know. I didn't know. Oh, they tell. Well, well, people that do that. Like, actually, parents do that. Yeah. No, I babies. know, but I just, I helps myself. I was like, mm. that oh. looks tasty, that mashed up food. I will eat it now. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have teeth. I'm like most babies. <laughs> Saves you the work right <laughs> there. True. Hi, Megan. Um, I am 23. I'm calling because I'm currently in a huge transition in my life. I have a full-time job that I love as a receptionist and my boyfriend just got a full-time job that is almost two hours from me. And this kind of came very sudden as well as the fact that he got an apartment close to his new job. And as someone who <laughs> doesn't really have that many friends and by many, I mean none, like I have friends through him and that's about it. And they're all, up in the same area that he's currently moving to. And I guess I'm just curious as to if you have any advice of what I could be doing with all this free time I'm going to have now by myself with my dog and my cat. Um, I mean, I'm planning on visiting him on the weekends, but through the week I'm, I'm really nervous about, um, you know, just being on my own and having those nights where all I want to do is, binge watch the officer community with him and he's not going to be there. So um, if you could give me some advice, it'd be great. She sounds stressed out. Yeah, she does. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you have pets. That was my first thing I was going to say. I was like, get a dog. Yeah, that will help. Uh, So I was long distance and it was sort of, it wasn't a sudden thing, but I moved to LA for uh, a year before my wife was able to move to LA. She wasn't my wife yet. Um, So, and she was like, well, I'm not ready to move to L.A. But I'm like, well, I am ready to move to L.A. And I feel like I'm not getting any further in Chicago. I feel like I hit a wall and I just needed creatively mm-hmm. to go try something new. 
I very much uh, loved Becky a lot. And I was like, well, this, this is the only thing that sucks is that I yeah. won't be with you. Um, and it was definitely hard, but it was a little different. We definitely both have our own friend circles. This is a little different than there. But in general, long distance, long distance will totally work. You just have to know when the end will be for the distance. That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. If you have an indeterminate amount, it's just so stressful because you have nothing to look forward yeah. to. But we knew that it would be exactly one year long. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that, we would move in together in L.A. So that was like, great. Just yeah. have to get through one year. That's not so bad. Yeah. Uh, and also like it. If you can get through a year of long distance where you really only see each other once every like six or seven weeks, then then you really have a strong mm-hmm. foundation of a relationship. And then and then if you can go from that to living together, yeah, and that works too. Mm-hmm. You're good. You're good yeah. to go. Put Just a throw, ring throw, on throw it. some rings around. <laughs> throw a big party rings. and make all your friends watch you kiss, and then yeah. you're good. <laughs> yeah, upload it to YouTube, film it, all of it. Um, the friend thing that I think is just. Uh, yeah that's tougher i don't know it sounds like she's a little afraid to make friends Mm -hmm. and that can be hard but that that's solved easily just by finding things that you really like and going online and finding those people who like that and finding a community and then meeting them yeah that's about it i genuinely think like as much as this probably sucks for you i think this is probably really good for you Mm -hmm. because like the the yeah it's saying that your only friends are his friends it's as much as like those people and like you can have mutual friends and they can like all be like your friends and things like that. Like it's a, I don't know if he has like a lot of female friends. A, it's really important for women to be friends with other women Mm -hmm. that I went through a period of my life where I lived in LA that like my only friends were guys. And I was like, Oh fucking shit. Like this is, I was like, I need female friends. This is so much, but it's so much fucking harder to like find a female friend. I'm like, Oh, okay. Like what are we like? You're judging my outfit. Like, Oh, okay. We're like all of that. It can be really hard and really intimidating. And especially if you, have had a hard time making friends or you've like gone through an unlucky period where you've like made shitty friends. So now you're kind of like scarred from that. I've also definitely been there. Um, and your job being a receptionist, I, I'm, I don't, I'm assuming you probably don't have a ton of like work friends and interaction. That sounds like a little mm-hmm. more of like a solo sort of thing. Um, I think like as much as like it feels uncomfortable and awkward if there's like you know when you have like friend crushes on somebody and like someone you like work with you're like I really want to be that person's friend or someone that you like go to a workout class with like someone who you see around and you see them and like Ooh, I would enough. say a workout class oh is my a gosh. great thing to do with your time yeah, literally I it, have a workout I had a wor- uh, confidence booster mm-hmm. actually is good for you yeah. there's people there who are probably also there because they need something mm-hmm. else happening in their life and it's like a shared interest like I when I started first working on I went to Pilates there was like this like just really cool mom and I was like I really want to be your friend like I really want to be your friend and we just like ended up like standing close like uh like picking reformers close to each other and then like after a couple of weeks she was finally like we've like actually never officially met and I was like it's happening we're becoming friends Here we go. Okay, and like we went up. to coffee after class and like we would do that and I saw her today and like nice. and like I'm like oh how are the kids she's like great like how's the boyfriend and like and it's like even those like small little inter- interactions I think like you just talking to people more in general will build up your confidence to make friends and people you Mm -hmm. hang out with outside of those activities where you're meeting people. Um, And the more comfortable you get with that. Um, I also know a couple of people who've actually made really good friends on like Bumble BFF, not sponsored. Mm -hmm. Um, Because like it is like, especially for, I would say like people in their twenties, like so much of like dating has been online and like you so much of your life has been online that like I mean I tend to think that we are a little more emotionally stunted when it comes to talking to people in person because we're not like we've been able to rely really heavily on 
everything like on like uh everything online and so i think finding things that you like to do whether it's like classes workout classes like an art class or um volunteering or anything like that where you can like go out and meet people that way but then i also think like if you are if you have any like if he has any friends like if his friends if all of your mutual friends if they all if you guys were all friends then did they also move to this new city because what does anyone know anyone in the city left that you could be like, hey, is any could set you up with like, oh, my friend's sister just moved here. Like you guys should like set up on mm-hmm. a friend date kind of thing. Yeah, I did uh, that with some friends. They yeah. were um, they were both they both asked me to go to the same event separately. They didn't know each other, but I couldn't go to the event. So I just sent them both uh. emails and connected them in like an awkward way. I was mm-hmm. like, hey, you guys are both like cats. And you're going to this event. Be friends. Go yeah. together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's like a great way because it's like people who are like vouching for that. But then also, I think you can look up like, like not like I don't want to say like female groups or whatever, but like there are like social groups if you like look up online. I would actually mm-hmm. say uh, this is something I've only learned. So we have a Patreon for yeah. Try Guys, and it has like a Discord server, which is like a chat server, and our like fans who are have this incredibly rich community in that server and it's like it it like this not advertising our patreon but really is like if you find a fan base of something that you like Mm -hmm. some sort of like i'm sure there is a literally a set of message boards of people super passionate about the office and community but if you find that especially like digital creators have really good fan bases who are really positive who are also maybe a little bit introverted and they have found each other and like we've seen on ours like people hang out and they've met each other through that and are like in-person friends through like their shared love of like the try guys or whatever thing they like but ours especially i will advertise ours because it is like the most amazingly positive community i've ever seen i've never seen so many kind things and so many respectful conversations when people disagree they're like i totally understand i think though this and like i get that and they're like very and i've never seen such. i obviously can't join i'm not with other people's opinions it is like but that's a good segue to ours as well yeah yeah Yeah. we've got a patreon that we just started just did announced at the beginning of this episode i love patreon (laughs) i I will say like that if you listen to this and you love uh you know yeah. the show you mm-hmm. should join the patreon because you'll find other people yeah. who also love this mm-hmm. and then like you will actually have this shared place to start conversations and i'm sure that your discord would be awesome because yeah. it's a lot of people looking for advice and having a lot of a background of like getting advice in difficult situations mm-hmm. so i think they could really help one another in the, well, we the discord can set you the up on a friend date. Mm-hmm. yeah I should do it. Yeah. Do, throw yeah. It out there. <laughs> oh, I think it'll be, I think that's a, like, uh, but even just the posts, like people write in the comments on the posts in the Patreon and it's really yeah. supportive and great. I think like that's important because you're able, like, yeah, finding people who are in like the like-minded thing. I think like it's the same thing that I think can actually be like really great about dating apps is it rules out people. I'm like, I don't want to have to ask somebody if you voted for Trump. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, like, I want to like rule out all of these things that are like hardcore deal breakers in friends at the very beginning. And so, um, yeah, hit, hit up that and, yeah and like yeah yeah i think actually tangible advice join the patreon yeah. for this show and you will find other people who like the show and you will be their friend yeah yeah just <laughs> don't give it. out your social security number anymore. yeah don't do that 
Yeah. But we like, keep it like, like yeah. make online friends, mm-hmm. but like don't give people your address either. No, unless no, you like no. really meet in a like, public, public place, place and yeah. you separately drive yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. And then if you ever FYI, if you ever go on a date, because I just listened to this episode of My Favorite Murder, if you ever go on like a online date or anything or whatever, don't let anyone take you back home or like walk you to your door mm-hmm. or anything like that. This guy literally watched like he like they took Ubers there and then he was like, Oh, I want to make sure you get home okay. She's like, Oh, that's so sweet. I'm like, don't believe it's a lie. And he like walked her to her door and like watched her enter and like her pin pad and her key and the next day she like went to her house and her bedroom door was closed and she lives alone and she never closed the door and her dog was freaking out and she was like oh let me go take the dog out first and she called 911 when she was there she's like this is so stupid but like I'm just paranoid Mm -hmm. and like I feel like something's weird with my apartment and they go and he is underneath her bed with a knife and a bunch (gasps) of like all of these like fucking like crazy like torture shit literally the next day the next day after isn't that insane Oh my <laughs> sorry, gosh. Guys. I'm sorry. That I dog just, saved her life. I know. I need a dog. And probably other girls' lives too. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. And her, and don't let her any fucking guy instinct. tell you that like I'm not like I like don't like any like this like chivalry sort of thing of being like, let me be this really like great fantastic guy for you because guys don't do this. Like you don't need someone to do that for also, you. Also, fantastic guys never tell the people that, that they're fantastic. Yes. No, it's mm-hmm. fucking it's like literal <laughs> bullshit. Like the idea and also like when they're I think about nice. like <laughs> my good guy friends, like when you see like a guy like compliments you like like in public, he's like, No, I just like really like I am not usually this guy. I wanna say that. I was like, I have fantastic guy friends who will see a girl who's pretty in public and they're like no i'm not gonna go up and say that to her that's no. gonna make her uncomfortable and feel threatened yeah. and i was like that's what a good guy does a good guy isn't like hey mm-hmm. i gotta do this you're like oh oh don't let people do that guys mm-hmm. don't. don't 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 Mm-mm. always send and when you're in, in ubers always send your location to share yes. with people yeah. immediately mm-hmm. as soon as you get in mm-hmm. take pictures of everything I have like 40,000 pictures on my phone. A whole lot of them are me like inside of Ubers being like, this is where I'm at. This is yeah. all of this You shit. and your close friends should just be on that like find my friends thing where yes. you, mm-hmm. they, do, they can just see where you are. Yeah. Just a thing. That yeah. one too. I'm all about that. Okay. Well, whew. Sorry, Life guys. under the bed. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really should have warned. Oh my I'm just God. like, what's this crazy story? I didn't story? expect that. I didn't expect that. We're talking about Patreon. We're talking about friendship and the receptionist. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. No one's going to hide under your bed tonight. Don't worry. I don't want to scare you like yeah. that. You've got a dog and a cat. And, and a cat. cat. And this is like a good learning like for you to learn yourself without your boyfriend yeah. so this is, is a good a good time in your life. And change is good. Change helps you grow. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, feeling having your own friends, it's a really like I think it's a very important it's thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it makes it makes everything a lot easier and it, there's a lot less pressure on your relationship and your relationship gets better and is more fun because you're not looking for everything mm-hmm. from your partner. Or people that you don't like that are their people, you know, that you're like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're people. Mm-hmm. You get your own mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Get your own people. Okay. Should we go on to the, the next call? Next call. Mm-hmm. The next call. Um I am 26 years old, and my boyfriend is almost 28 years old. We've been in an exclusive monogamous relationship for about two years now, um, and we're at a point where we are spending almost every day together. Um, we're not always sleeping over at each other's places um, just due to parking constraints, um, but we're pretty happy about it, and I actually spoke with him last night to check in and make sure that he was okay with how much time we're spending together because um, I wanted to make sure that he was still having time to do the things that he wants to do. Um, and we also just checked in on 
kind of, I guess, state of the relationship, you could say, though that sounds super official. Uh, just, you know, are you happy with how things are? And are you happy with where things are going? Um, so that last question, he ended up saying, oh, well, you know, I don't really know where things are going, which I, it wasn't very encouraging to hear that. Um, I guess I feel like we should be moving forward in some way. And the problem is I'm not really sure what way. So I talked with him probably a few months ago about the possibility of us moving in together. Um, obviously not yet. We wouldn't be able to do that until September. So at that point, it was like six months, nine months out. Um, and he said, eh, you know, I just don't think that's a great idea. Um, and I'm also thinking, well, that might not be the next step for us if he's not enthused about it. Because it really takes both to be excited about moving in together to make that work. Anyway, I guess my thing is we just went to a wedding together and everyone was asking, oh, you know, are you living together? Are you proposing yet? And that was just a little discouraging um, to hear that and be like, no, we're just dating. Um, we just see each other a lot. So on top of that, I'm actually also starting a grad program come September, and that'll be for two and a half years. So I guess I'm a little anxious about us being able to dedicate time together. Um, and I do love seeing him every day, which is why the whole idea of moving in together came up in the first place. Well, if you have any suggestions on what to do, I know that he and I need to talk more about this, but I would welcome any advice that you have. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye. Mm-hmm. Rough. Mm-hmm. He's checked out. Yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty much what I mean. He's 28, so he's like old enough to know in two years if he wants to move in with someone or not and if he doesn't yeah. he just doesn't have the heart i think to, he doesn't think there's a future but he also doesn't have any other better option probably yeah. and doesn't really know what he's doing so he's just like ah, i don't want i want things to stay in the same place where it's just this we are together and we have a nice time together but you know this isn't a forever thing for him yeah. i don't think i think the graduation the graduate program is a probably a great opportunity for you in all honesty Mm -hmm. to meet a lot more people and learn a lot more about yourself. And I don't know, you could give this relationship a little more if you wanted, but it doesn't seem, doesn't read to me based off the information that it's like going to be the one. Um, Also you're, you're 23. He's 28. Yeah. Like he should, you know, she's 26, 26. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then you're both. Yeah. You're both old enough to know if you want to move in together or not. And if he doesn't, then he doesn't. And it might just be like, him it might not be that like this relationship it might just be like he doesn't want to settle down ever Uh like he wants to just date like he doesn't want to ever move in Mm -hmm. with somebody he wants to just like keep it like keep it like monogamous and just exactly how you have it um and it totally this is like probably i think like one of the hardest things to deal with in a relationship when you both really like each other but you just want different things Mm -hmm. and like that's it's not about waiting for someone else to come around because at the end of the day like it feels yeah it feels shitty to go to weddings and go to like and talk with people and feel like that's something that you want but you're waiting on him because that's just 
it's not fair. It creates like a ton of resentment in your relationship. Like there's no way if you're not getting what you need and what you want out of a relationship and you're just waiting for someone else to give it to you, like that's also a ton of pressure to put on him that like, then you're also going to be in your head of being like, well, does he actually want this? Or is he only saying this because this is what he knows that I want. And I think like the most important thing in a relationship is like, obviously like love and chemistry and everything like that, but also like wanting the same things, like wanting the same things out of life and like out of a relationship with somebody. And I think like it's been enough time that like you said like you like you guys should know i'm not like a oh like a meet like like when you meet someone you know that they're gonna be the one or whatever but like i think a couple i mean two years you see each other every day like yeah i was younger mats and i were younger than that when we moved in together and we're younger than like he's 29 now i'm 25 but like we're, we were both younger than that before we started talking about our future. We wouldn't be like four years into this if we hadn't like been like, yeah, we want kids. Yeah, we want to get married. This is like our timeline of when we would want to get engaged and do all of that stuff. Like I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable being in a relationship for an extended period of time, not with like a guarantee or something or whatever, but just knowing that like what I want, what the person I'm with wants the same thing that I want and that it's not like. I don't know, like pulling teeth or kind of like waiting around because that's a really, really shitty feeling. And like I've been there in like lesser versions, like when you're dating someone and like they're like, yeah, let's like keep it casual. And you're like, oh, for sure. And you're like, I'm only hooking up with you and I really like you and I really want like you to want this, but I'm going to accept what you're giving me and Mm -hmm. hope that you get to where I am. And it doesn't really happen. And I think like, you're right. You definitely should have more conversation with him about it and talk to him about it. Maybe he's just like not a guy that's like into talking about his feelings. But like, even the way you said when he's like, eh, like that's just such like, like you said, checked out. Yeah. It's just like, he doesn't have this huge investment into the future of it. And I'm sure this is very heartbreaking news, but I also think you kind of know this and it's hard. I'm, I'm sad to. Yeah. have to tell you this but i think it's it's probably not the best thing and the longer you stay in it the more you're just going to be frustrated yeah. and it doesn't sound like it's going to change now you could be just super frank with him and be like this is how i feel mm-hmm. i think we should end this relationship if it's not going forward because i have it's good only going to be harder once you're like studying and doing work in school and surrounded with other people yeah. who are like fun and cool and interested in what you're interested in and also pursuing bigger things because you're going into a graduate program if you're doing that it's because you want to pursue bigger things so it doesn't sound like you're on the same page as this guy and as like sad as that means the next several months might be mm-hmm. it's you know it, it will help you to grow and you know you'll you'll find someone who yeah. is in the same boat or maybe he'll be like damn it i was such an idiot uh never mind yeah. <laughs> let's move mm-hmm. in together who knows yeah i'm just a big i i'm for me it's like i'm it's important to me to be with somebody be want somebody to be want to be with me as much as i want to be with them and mm-hmm. i think like that's obviously like not like an ego thing but like there is like a part of it that like even if yeah if someone's succumbing like saying like oh no never mind like okay we can do this kind of thing or whatever like you want someone and that person exists like this idea like oh men don't want to get married and they're like oh my god like these women like trying to like wife me up i'm you know husband whatever but like all of that like that's not like that's like it's not always true like that's mm-hmm. like i've definitely like i mean Mats is older than me but i definitely have to be like yeah whoa let's pump the brakes like I, i'm not ready for like this aspect yet like you're older than me like let's wait it out but like 
you this isn't like a par for the course of relationships is like trying to talk your boyfriend into taking these steps of like more like commitment and like being more serious. Um, and it's not something you're going to have to face in every relationship. So don't think like, oh, well, I've already invested this much time in this and I'm going to get into another relationship and the same thing is going to happen because like that's not necessarily true. Um, but yeah, there's definitely they're like you want to be with someone who wants to be with you as much as you do. And like, you shouldn't be like, not that I'm saying that you're afraid, but there's like a part of you that sounds like a little worried to get a direct answer from him. And like, you're not like point blank, just being like, do you ever see us moving in together and getting married? And when, what would that timeline be? Mm -hmm. You have to ask those direct questions because right now it does kind of feel like you're tiptoeing around it because you don't want to get, an you don't want to hear the yeah. no that you think you're going to hear. Yeah. And so you, you just got to like, you got to fucking hear it because no matter what, even if you don't hear that, no, it's still a no. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Ugh. And I'm sorry. It's, yeah, it sucks. I know. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Because uh, it sounds like you, you know, really like this, this guy. And I think he probably really likes you. But, mm-hmm. you know, that you, I've been in lots of relationships where we really liked each other yeah. and then we didn't end up together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We weren't right for each other and we didn't see the future and. Then I found somebody that I did see the future with. And then that's where I am. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll suck for a while. But yeah. I hope it goes well. Let us know. (sighs) Okay. So now it's time for don't blame them. (gasps) I know. Play on words. Um, And this is where a listener will call in with their own advice from like a previous episode. If they're like listened and they're like, hey, that's something that similar has happened to me. I'm going to give my own advice on that. This is fun. Yeah, it's a good don't time. Don't blame them. Don't blame them. You should call them, them don't blame um. um. And then it's just me flipped because you've added two letters in there. Um is, um M. is U-M. Uh, no, no, no. Like an like apostrophe, apostrophe E-M. E-M. Don't, don't, don't blame them. Don't blame oh, me. Whoa, whoa, don't whoa, blame them. Yeah. Don't blame them. Okay. Oh, that's good. Just Look at you branding. <laughs> coming I like here. It. And, and you can have a little animation that goes boop. Yeah. Well, you want to make the animation? Cute. Yeah. No, I'm not great at animations. Okay. <laughs> but anyone, you get it. Any of the try guys good at the animations? <laughs> I mean, I could They've do got it. A team. I could I do it. If you want to send me the file, I, yeah, I can do it. It'll take me an hour or two. I can do it, I guess. Sick. Wait, cool. Send it to him. <laughs> T- send it to him. Yeah. Send it to him. We've <laughs> <laughs> oh, made merch now, too. Oh. Okay. All right. So, this is from the most recent episode that Leo, Leo Howard was on. Um, the original caller was. Um, a little conflicted about moving her she her um her boyfriend had moved away and she was conflicted about moving away from her family without the ring yeah no without yeah. the ring yep I remember Ooh, this. yeah well becky did that so i'm ready she moved without the ring mm-hmm. hi megan um i'm 23 years old and i live in pennsylvania so i'm calling in in response to your most recent upload with leo um and you have that girl talking about how her and her man live six hours apart. Um, she's nervous to move to him because she'll be giving up her whole life. And she's worried about everything because they're not engaged or blah, 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 blah. So I just want to quickly give my bit um, because I went through something kind of similar, kind of not at all, um, but maybe she can relate. <laughs> so um, I graduated college last year um, in May. So I didn't want to work in my career. Um, Where I was living wasn't stable. Um, I lived in a house that I rented off my mother. She was selling it. So graduated college, losing my house. Um, I fell out of a best friendship recently. Very depressive state. 
I met my man on Tinder, actually, um, and he lived about an hour and 45 minutes south of me. I was from a small town with less than 2,000 people in it. He was from a big city. So um, just driving to visit him gave me so much anxiety and um, everything. So in the end, uh, I ended up moving in with him after two months, and that's crazy to me. Um, But it turned out to be the best thing I've ever done in my life. You know, um, I really took a chance on him. Now we're engaged, um, soon to be married. He's my soulmate. I got in my career path down here. Now we have our own apartment. We have three cats. It's just, I'm living the best life I could have ever even (laughs) hoped for myself. So I know it's, a huge deal moving in with someone moving somewhere new but I say go for it and you know if it doesn't work out it'll work out you know you'll you can go back home you I'm sure you have a support system so uh yeah I just wanted to give my bit on that and um yeah that's all bye oh she's glowing with happiness yeah that's great I love that that was a nice uplifting little moment we try and end it on like a less sad one yeah uh so yeah I I moved um and I was 26. I just turned 26 when I moved since she was 23. So we were about three years apart. And it was very sad. First of all, moving was mm-hmm. just like the most difficult. The actual day of moving was just heartbreaking, yeah. totally heartbreaking. Uh, but then she moved in with me and it was like much better. But I, we weren't, we'd only been dating two and a half, three years at mm-hmm. that point, maybe two years even. Uh, so like, I don't, I, I, we didn't know if we, we didn't know. We'd like, we spent yeah. two years together and and then we were going to do this long distance thing. And then we knew that she was, she also wanted to move to LA. So it wasn't yeah. like she was just following me to follow me. She, that was in her goals before she met me. Uh, so she just wanted to do it later. So she moved out and then we moved in together. And then we were living together for a couple of years and we we're like, yeah, I think this makes sense. Also, she was just leaving a Pinterest page of wedding rings open all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I totally actually didn't get it. I was oblivious. I'm Are like, why kidding? does Becky keep using my computer to go on Pinterest? <laughs> she was using your computer. Yes. And you still didn't get it yeah i just i was just like what's she doing oh my gosh (laughs) what a girl just looking (laughs) at rings all the time just looking at jewelry (laughs) i just totally it was totally over my head did she have to tell you no, it was she was like when are we gonna get engaged I'm like I don't know probably soon I don't know we'll, we'll pro- I'm like she was like are we getting married yeah I think it's pretty clear we're gonna get married like we've been living together for four years it seems like it's working out well so yeah probably and she was like well when are you gonna be married I'm like I don't know like, I don't even know what kind of ring you'd want she's like I've been living oh my God. a Pinterest your computer for a year I'm like oh yeah yeah I thought you were just like love Pinterest <laughs> I think that the name of it was just pretty with yeah. like E spelled out. Like that was her page. And it was just a lot of similar looking <laughs> engagement rings. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. Oh and then I was like, God. okay, I'll go get a ring. I wasn't really, a, it, yeah. it was very unceremonious. Like, uh, it also, it's, you know, being romantic is so tough. Yeah. It's so tough to do that Especially romantic. Especially when you know someone really well and you lived, like, yeah. it's, I think the idea of, like, a surprise proposal and all that only works if That's you would, like, a terrible idea. You should mar- not no, you do should, a surprise you proposal. Should you should surprised. talk about it. <laughs> yeah. And you can make the a night that it happens be exactly. a surprise. But it should not be a... <laughs> Total surprise. Yeah. Like full Not like a shock. good move. You should see it coming. You should really you talk about yeah. it a lot. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. My boyfriend's the opposite, though, because I love looking at wedding shit all the time, but he's now had to be like, he's like, well, constantly look over my shoulders, like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just looking at wedding rings. He's like, 
okay, you need to tell me when this is supposed to be a hint because he's like constantly like, right. when is it a hint? And I find he finally, he was like, you just need to tell me like when you, like when you get to the year that you want it to happen, you have to tell me when that starts and then like, I'm good. But like, I can't keep like, cause I'll be like, how pretty is this dress? And he's like, is this a trick question? Would you like to get married? You just showed me a wedding dress. I was like, yeah, it's just pretty. And he was like, I fucking hate you. It's pretty. Yeah. And he's like, this is a trick. I definitely was like, there was also like a whole I had the ring for a long time before I proposed and it was just because some like things happened like her grandpa got sick and like mm-hmm. well it doesn't seem like this is a great time to do that and then it was like it, then it was like Valentine's Day I'm like no I'm not gonna <laughs> do it on <laughs> Valentine's God. Day and then it was like uh then it was like it was like March I'm like oh there's nothing romantic about March <laughs> and then <laughs> she was just like why haven't you proposed I'm like because I can't figure out when would be a good like cool proposal to be be honest, I can't figure That's it out. Like everybody online is doing these cool things. They're like on a bridge somewhere, yeah. or they're like at a night. They're in another country. I'm like, we don't have any plans. I'm very, we're both very busy. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, she's like, well, it doesn't have to be like a super thing. I just have to. Not be wearing sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Just don't propose to me wearing sweatpants. And then I did propose to her on Easter morning, and it was before we had any pants on. So I said, technically, <laughs> technically, like we don't have pants on yet. So technically, oh. you're not wearing sweatpants. Yeah. So it was very, it was very cute. That was my thing too. It's like a little Easter egg hunt. We don't really care that much about Easter. I just needed some physical thing to do to make it feel more significant. (laughs) So I like made a bunch of eggs around. Well, because everyone goes to Bali and gets engaged. Everyone just also just like, especially too, because I'm in some sort of public light, I feel like, oh, well, I I have to film it. It's got to be a video, it's got to be a thing. But I really didn't want to do that. That's just, that's not me. I Mm -hmm. don't. I don't, I'm not a big grand romantic gesture sort of person. And that whole idea of that just totally stressed me out. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. what if I, what if it's not cool enough? What if it's, uh, but that doesn't actually matter mm-hmm. at no. all. Um, they just want to be proposed to yeah. because you love them, not yeah. because you're trying to make a cool video. Oh, that's so cute. Okay. Well, that's it for our episode. Thank wow. you so much for being on. You were great. You have to come back. Mm-hmm. I, I will come back. You this will, was nice. Will you? It was, it was so um, heartbreaking for me a lot of the time <laughs> to be totally honest I, like yeah i i always i feel a lot of sympathy for people who are in rough patches yeah. of their life it's well you tough. really shouldn't listen to a couple of the other episodes poor lisa schwartz i don't know why <laughs> i love lisa and i think she's so insightful and great that i keep every time she's on i'm like let's like you know the heavy ones we feel uncomfortable doing other people let's have lisa and lisa's like you're fucking breaking yeah mm-hmm. but she's so yeah. good at it she is really good at it yeah. yeah i don't know if i was the best at it but i think no, you were really great you're great at it mm-hmm. it's always i think it's always super interesting to get like a guy's opinion especially a guy in a relationship yeah. because mm-hmm. so there's only so many times that I swear to God, I've said the same fucking when people I'm like, get up. This is dumb. Like he's not into you. And everyone's like, I'm going to stick around. And then as soon as we have a guy on and says, it, they're like, they were right. I'm like, fine, George, take their advice because they're a dude. Like, that's cool. Yeah. But it's true. I can read in those like micro habits of guys. I got guys know that a lot of guys are shitty too. Yeah. It's no secret to a lot of us that a yeah. lot of them are total horrible people. Yep. So, and we had to deal with them all the time because they've always gendered and stuck us with them. <laughs> like, you boys in that room, like, no, these guys are awful. I don't want to be nervous to them. Uh, oh. Let me out of this room. I'm so glad you knew too. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Oh God. That's like true. You have to live on a floor with only these guys. <laughs> these, they're, they're gonna be they're so awful. Smelly. They're so loud. They are oh, so selfish. Yep. 
<laughs> and they say really stupid things. And they're super dumb. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been dumb, too. It's, yeah, I've you know, been dumb, too. I'm dumb all the time. You have to be dumb to learn to be smart. <laughs> true. Mm. You Very have to know that you're being true. dumb. That's that's yeah. the real, that's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> you don't realize that you were dumb, then you're Let, truly dumb. Yeah, no hope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give up. Sorry. No, yeah. that's no. It, that's too sad to end on. Um, well, <laughs> if you guys want to be in an upcoming episode, <laughs> leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And, see, uh, can yeah. we try to okay, make try. a song out? What are, what are the numbers? You got it. Wait, I just forgot. 310-694-0976. Luna. They should figure out what it spells out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cute. Yeah. That's good. My friend in high school, she had one that like it spelled something <laughs> 1-800, out. 1-800-NO-BLAMES. No-BLAME? No-BLAME. Blam-blam-blam. I get blame me would actually work. Blame me? Blame me. Right, yeah. B-L-A. M-E-M-E. Yeah, you're really upping the production budget. Of yeah. <laughs> really trying to give you guys some more logos, yeah. some more graphics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're not. Okay. We're not here. Well, maybe yet. someone who calls in can figure out how melodically to make the number work. Yeah, out. that's a good thing. That's what I want you to do when you call. You in. So homework. call in about the things you need to fix in your life, and also a pitch for how the phone number should be sung. Yeah, let us know, guys. Sing it for us. Um, and if you're an international listener, you don't have a song yet. Um, yeah, you can email us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Dot cam. Dot cam. See, but you've got a hook thing on that. Yeah. You've got this dot cam thing. Dat cam. So you get that. See, and that's working. It is working for me. <laughs> Except I did a branded post on like Instagram stories. And they're like, can she say dot com, not dot cam? And I told you that you too. You told me that too. It's just like, I feel like I don't like. Not feel for this. It was for an ad. An ad radio. <laughs> I was like, I just like feel so. I just like need to make it like lively and more yeah. fun. Dot cam. Also, it's my go to like Midwestern accent yeah. for like any situation. It's accurate. I'm like, is this awkward? Let Sounds me talk sense. in a Wisconsin accent. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, where can people find you on the internet? Don't oh, you can find then. me. Oh, yeah, I was like, bye, see ya. <laughs> uh, you can find us on the Try Guys mm-hmm. uh, YouTube channel, and you can at Try Guys everywhere else. And you can also find me at Keith Habs. And we have a wild summer, and we have a book coming out. Yeah. We've, we've got a new podcast now, The Tripod, which is more of a hangout talk about mm-hmm. our Goofy Lives podcast. And then we have uh, the audiobook. And we're going on tour. Oh my god, oh, we're going wow. on tour. Wow. absurd. We, it was tits. one of those things where you work on a lot of projects all year and they, and all, happen they all happen to at happen once. at the same time. So the book comes out June 18th, my birthday. <gasps> oh uh, my the podcast just came out. The tour starts the 21st of June. Wow. We're going to 20 cities across America. Oh, wow. Uh, it's going to be super dope. We're wow. like trying to do more than just like, no, most YouTubers, they'll, they'll do like, I'll just get on stage and talk. No, mm-hmm. we're doing like, we're, I'm, we're writing original music. We're making like a spectacular variety show that's is, like is all there about drag the involved? There's not drag involved okay. only because it takes so it long take a lot to of get time. into drag. Mm-hmm. But I think in cities where we know drag queens and other people, we're just trying to like, yeah. how can we make each show like very unique? And yeah. that includes like other people coming into the yeah. show, other people performing in the show. And in general, we're just doing a lot of multimedia cool performances. It's, it's called the Legends of the Internet Tour. <gasps> That's oh my awesome. Yeah. Are you guys taking a bus? Yeah, we got a bus. Are you we're wrapping it, it with your faces? No, we don't want anybody to know we're in oh, there. Okay. <laughs> and okay. also, we've heard that if you wrap your bus, you can't open the windows. Which means oh, yeah. if somebody poops in the bathroom, Ooh, you're trapped. Oh, we have four no, boys. Uh, we're starting with four men, and then we're adding all the rest of the people with us. So, like, and we all have tummy troubles. So, yeah. I don't think that's a good idea. No, no, no. Not <laughs> so fun. Mm-hmm. So, wow. big summer. So, a lot of projects to, oh my to gosh. check out. And, um, 
I'll plug our Patreon too because yeah. it's a really good community. I, I think feel like you'd I want to join a lot of friends there. <laughs> yeah. It's like unbelievably supportive. I'm like, oh, I like look into the chats. I'm like, wow, these people are so nice. Oh, that's maybe <laughs> so I'm it's, not. So it makes us feel good about our community yeah. that they're all like super nice. Yeah. Well, you guys mm-hmm. have really nice comments on your videos because I also yeah. watch all your videos. We have like and really tell you nice comments. Yeah, people like, are always really community. nice, and We're I enjoy reading them. You yeah. know, like no one's like going to tell me like if it's like a like a I don't know, like what's the thing like when um what? Oh, my God. What is the series of that is doing that? Nobody Candid competition. Yeah. When like who's going to win or whatever. No one spoils it. No one tells me. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, thank you so much. Yeah. They're, yeah. It's a good. He's working on a new season of Candid Competition right now. It's so funny. I'm so it excited. It has like a story arc. I'm really excited. We need to get him back on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because him and I are just we were just the same person. It was a good time. Probably. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot of energy. And he's like, in this relationship, yeah. they're, they're not engaged yet. Yeah. They're probably going to be mm-hmm. That's going to be cute. He's definitely going to make a video. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's going to be that. Okay, well, um, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Whatever struggles you're facing from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions as well as chat and text with your therapist. And anything you share is completely confidential. Best of all, it is a truly affordable option. Don't blame me with Megan Ranks listeners. Even get 10% off your first month with the discount code BLAME. So why not get started? Simply go to betterhelp.com BLAME and fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor you'll love today. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator Amanda Lechner. Production assistance by Julie Carley. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Part of the HerPod Network.